long as they show a negative COVID test. Jeffrey Epstein's longtime companion, Galen Maxwell, goes on trial today for allegedly procuring girls and grooming them for sex. Correspondent Mola Lange begins our coverage from New York. Maxwell is accused of befriending alleged victims, taking them to the movies or shopping. The indictment says Maxwell's presence during minor victims' interactions with Epstein helped put the victims at ease because an adult woman was present. I'm Stacy Lynn. Jennifer Arose told CBS Mornings she was a victim of Jeffrey Epstein when she was in high school. She was like, I know somebody that was such a fatherly figure to me mm -hmm. because he could help you in so many ways. She says coming forward was hard. I was nervous. You don't want to be judged. You don't want to be not believed. As Maxwell's trial gets underway today, She's hoping it gives her some closure. It's not going to justify anything, but it does make me feel good for the other victims, you know, that they're going to have their day in court. Shoppers are limbering up their fingers and logging on this Cyber Monday. CBS's Meg Oliver is at an Amazon location in Robbinsville, New Jersey. Here at this fulfillment center, there are more than 14 miles of conveyor belts helping deliver some of the first packages of the day out to customers. Many retailers have been advertising Cyber Monday sales early, including Amazon, whose sales started on Saturday. There's new hope for people with diabetes. CBS's Jim Crisula explains. A 64-year-old Ohio man appears to have been cured of his type 1 diabetes after being part of an early-stage clinical trial of a stem cell treatment. The stem cells mimicked the insulin-producing pancreas cells his body wasn't producing. Spirit Airlines says a passenger had had too many spirits when she punched a flight attendant and pulled the hair of another on a weekend flight from Fort Lauderdale to Nashville. An affidavit says a fellow passengers zip-tied the woman's feet together before she was removed from the plane once it landed. Airport police say she yelled at them to shoot her as they arrested her for public intoxication. This is CBS News. If you're checking for fever, the leading sign of COVID-19, beware of dangerously inaccurate non-contact thermometers. Instead, learn about Exergen at exergen.com. Dell's Cyber Monday event has arrived, and it's the perfect time to step up your creativity. With incredible savings up to $300 off PCs, it's Dell's biggest sale of the year. Get more into what you're into with the latest XPS and Alienware systems featuring Intel Core processors. Save on top monitors, docks, and accessories, all with free shipping on everything, plus great financing from Dell Preferred Account. Call 800 by dell for Cyber Monday deals. That's 800 by dell Shop Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for big savings on great holiday gift ideas like up to 65% off coats and sweaters for everyone on your list and up to 60% off handbags they'll love. Find festive blankets and throws to warm up your space now 70% off. Plus shop daily flash deals all week long and get it faster when you pick up curbside or in store or try same day delivery powered by DoorDash at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices exclusions apply. A final show for the ages. You take it, Tony. She gets too hungry for dinner at eight. Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga have been making music together for the past decade. And last night, his final concert, One Last Time, aired on CBS. Thank you very much. 
Last month, Bennett's family and doctor opened up about his Alzheimer's diagnosis on 60 Minutes. Even though he doesn't know what the day might be or where his apartment is, he still can sing the whole repertoire of the American Songbook and move people. One Last Time was filmed over the course of two sold-out performances at Radio City Music Hall in New York City. The hour-long special is available now on Paramount+. Plus. Monica Ricks, CBS News, New York. Birds of a feather. Seabirds aren't flying together as much these days. A new study finds climate change is forcing albatross couples to fly farther to find food, and it's making it more difficult to breed. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This Cyber Monday, Rocket Mortgage is bringing you their biggest sale of the year. On top of near historic low rates, when you refinance, you can save an average of 20% off closing costs when you lock your rate. This means big savings for you at the closing table. You only have until November 30th to save with this great opportunity, the Rocket Mortgage Cyber Monday sale. Visit rocketmortgage.com today to see what you could save or call 833-8-ROCKET. Rocket. Call 800-490-1233 for cost information, disclosures, and conditions. Equal housing limited license in all 50 states. Animals, consumer access. Total number 3030. There's a confusion about about how to protect yourself from COVID. But one thing is for sure, whether or not you're vaccinated, you need an accurate thermometer. Contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever, the leading sign of COVID and the flu. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Be vigilant and don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at exergen.com. Hi, Dasher here. I'm one of the reindeer. <laughs> you know, those reindeer. We're the ones who actually keep things going up here. The big guy isn't much help. He needs his rest for that magic night. And Mrs. Claus is busy with paperwork, making a list, checking it twice. Somebody has to keep the elves in line. Hey, keep it now in there. And take care of the finances. We go to OUCU Financial, formerly Ohio University Credit Union. Make the season shine with a holiday loan from OUCU Financial. Eight out of nine reindeer would definitely recommend. And it would have been nine out of nine if Vixen had just been paying attention to the question. With low interest rates, you can control your holiday debt, pay off high interest credit cards, and have enough left over for milk and cookies. When you go to OUCU Financial, you're not just one of the herd. Apply for a holiday loan from OUCU Financial and make your finances glow. Apply online at OUCU.org slash holiday or stop by a branch today. Subject to credit approval. Fairly insured by NCUA. When you check your bag in McDonald's drive-thru to find a classic McDouble with two all-beef patties topped with a slice of melty American cheese nestled just so next to a warm, crispy McChicken served on a perfectly toasted bun, two mouth-watering marvels you can't wait to unwrap, it's just pure happiness. Now, mix and match a McDouble, McChicken, or small fries. Get any two for just $3. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo. Single item at regular price. Pidcock Glass is your go-to option for every glass need you can think of. Located in Nelsonville, Pidcock Glass specializes in residential homes and businesses with screening services, insulated units, mirrors, tabletops, as well as glass and window replacements too. Pidcock Glass professionals have over 100 years of combined experience and offer you the best options available to suit your needs in the Hawking Hills, Athens, Logan, and Hawking area. For more information, visit their website, pidcockglass.com. 
Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. That's Auto Smarts. Friday afternoons at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. That's a 57 Chevy. Cars, cars, cars. My name is Micah. I'm the Dementia Inclusive Coordinator and Project Specialist for Athens County Cares. I became involved with this project because I want members of my community to have access to the resources they need. My father-in-law had dementia. He and my mother-in-law moved in with us. As caregivers, we struggled to find information and resources to help him and us. The Athens County Care Consultation Program is what I wish we had when we were caring for him. For more information, visit AthensCountyCares.org. Daily reports at the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The stock market report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies stock market report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. I-N-E-P-T Inept Tech 2468 Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters Raw, raw, raw We're here on the campus of Inept Tech and we're going to be talking with Coach Art Turk the head football coach and athletic director coach Wait a minute, let me close this here window you got all that traffic noise out there well, thank you. That's that's uh, much better. And it's let me say first of all, it's a pleasure to have you on our station. Where well, it's nice to be had. Coach, your football team this year is going to be starting the season next week, and I know the folks want to find out uh, about your program and about your school, and really that's the reason that we're on here. Well, that's right. You know, we ain't been getting what you call your good publicity, and I ain't. I know that ain't no fault of our fine SID, but uh, you know, the more folks. What finds out about our program, the more folks what comes to our ball game, and the more folks what comes to our ball games, the more support we get from our fans in the stands, and the more support we get from the fans in the stands, the more ball games we'll win. Exactly how long have you been coaching here? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question. You know, I've been coaching here at NF Tech ever since 1937, and I know that all the fine fans out there know what a real consistent fine record we have here at our school. And what is that record, Coach? Well, as a matter of fact, uh, we've been playing uh, 17 different sports here at the school, and uh, we're still looking for our first victory. And I'll be back with Coach Art Turf in just a moment. It is bowl season for the Inept Tech, coached by Art Turf, proudly sponsored by Oat Milk. Oat Milk. Is that the kind of bowl you need? That's the kind of bowl you need to pour oat milk in your benefit of vitamins, fiber, and cholesterol-free, energy-building muscles. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview. Stop. Wrong one. Right one. 
Visiting with Coach Art Turf, head football coach at NF Tech and athletic director. Don't want to mispronounce any of my titles. Uh, not only am I the head coach, but I am the athletic director responsible for all the athletic programs here at NF Tech. You have to wear several hats when you're in a school such as this, don't you, Coach? Well, that'd be fine, but I ain't got but one. Coach, I know your fall practice has just been completed, and tell us what type of uh, practice you had leading into this season. Well, we had a fine practice. You know, we got some fine boys trying out for the team this year. We got some fine offensive players. We got some fine defensive players, and we got some fine boys playing on the special teams. So what we're going to have and all the fans are going to see when they come to our ball games this year is a fine ball team. Do you have many players returning from last year? Well, as a matter of fact, we got most of the boys what was on our real consistent team from last year, especially our captain, good old Needles Norgan. Folks are going to find out about him a little bit later on. He's our ninth-year senior. He adds stability to our program, and he is going to be the anchor of our fine team this year. Coach, you told me a moment ago that uh, you were still uh, uh, looking for that uh, first win. You, of course, had reference to this season, didn't you? Well, no, uh, but I do want to point out that there ain't no coach in the nation what can match my consistent record, all dating back to 1937. We've been playing 11, 17 different sports, and, and uh, I do want to point out to all the fans that just as soon as we win our first ball game this year, and we are going to win our first ball game this year, and then when we win another, then we will have won too. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. My oh my, look at that sunshine out there booming through our windows, and uh, and yet it's 28 degrees outside. Headed up to 41, 50 tomorrow. It's that time of year. The Party Line on 970, WETH 97.1 on FM. Plenty to talk about today. Forgive me for not uh, being with you folks on um, on Friday. I uh, was enjoying um, a little bit of uh, family uh, stuff, if you know what I mean. And um, I get to do so so rarely. In fact, I want to talk about that a little bit. But, uh, Scott, how did it go? Everything went fine Friday? Oh, yeah. Oops, let me turn your mic on. Yeah, it was great. We had a, had a fun time. Good time. Good, Good. free-for-all. Friday at a yabba dabba do. Yabba dabba do. That I forgot to do. Oh, well. So, but that's your thing, too. So, uh, anyway. So it I was per- fun. It was I good. got it as well. Yeah. It was good. So, you can save up for two of them this Friday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's see here. Um, folks, I hope everybody had a very special Thanksgiving. Yes, absolutely. 
and uh, the weekend as well. Um, I know in my family, uh, it was the first time we really gotten together in, what, a year and a half, two years? What with the COVID thing and all. And um, it was really pleasant. And my daughter and her husband, Jackie and Dan, they did such a nice job preparing everything. Got to see granddaughter Julia, who's a freshman now at Ohio University. That's unbelievable. And um, (laughs) Andy, who is a foot taller than I am, which is a bunch. I'm I'm five five. I swear he's six five. Um and built like a horse. I mean and guess what sport he loves? Oh, I have no idea. There's well, so many I'm of them. I'm just so surprised. Golf. Yes, yes. <laughs> really? I no. just took a guess. <laughs> yeah. You know, here he is built like um uh, he would be an important player on any football or, or program where, you know, the muscles and the power is involved. And yet his his real uh, interest is golf, which well, is cool. Yeah, he'll be able to uh, have some really nice tee shots, I would guess. So um, Some f- good fairway drives. And I had only learned about his golf interest here in the last uh, <clears throat> couple of weeks. Now, does he play at Athens High School? He's he's uh, involved with that, but, I mean, you know, he's not a varsity. Okay. Uh, that all's upcoming, I think. Oh, good. No, what grade is he in? Freshman. He'll be a, he is a freshman or he will be? He is a freshman. He is. Oh, yeah. Well, good luck to Andy. Yeah. At all the golfers. Got a photograph showing uh, the two of us with Back to back, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> he is so much taller. Measuring up. Yeah. Oh, my. Or measuring down, whichever way you want to look at it. Well, up in his case. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but it was really nice, and um, I hope that we can lead to more events like that. Um, you know, it's it's interesting how different people have reacted to diff- to reacted differently to covid some are just scared to death of it and and, and i understand that and um uh, they're just uh, completely um Avoiding any contact with friends and relatives and that sort of thing. Uh, Even if they've had all the um, vaccines and boosters and all that stuff. And then others uh, aren't so careful. And I think the true answer is probably somewhere in the middle. I think you need to do all the proper treatments, but, um, well, it's, it, it, never mind. 
So right. did okay with that. You know, we uh, when we had Doctor Gaskell in yes. last week, um, I asked him a question about families getting tested prior to gathering for mm. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Was was any of that brought up at your gathering? Did uh, anyone we, say we you went know, to? Um, have you been tested? Have you been vaccinated? Well, et first cetera? of all, they've known over the phone. Yeah, that um, we receive our our first and second shots uh, back in, I want to say, October and November, right? Mm-hmm. No, 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 it was farther back. Oh, yeah, it was Wait like... Let me get my card out. February. Let me get my card out. Yeah, my second one was in March, and you had yours just prior to me. Okay, so uh, the first one... Oh, uh, here we go. February 28th was my first. March 11th was my second. And my booster was in um, September 26th. So I'm I'm on top of it, right? Until they tell us that they need something else. Um... The, uh, the, the the unfortunate story that's starting to pop and did so, what, Friday? Omicron. This is a coronavirus variant, a new one. Omicron. And it's got officials worldwide on the defense. Defensive. New York State, for example, the governor there declared a state of emergency on Friday as authorities worldwide moved to limit the spread of this heavily mutated variant. Authorities worldwide have started taking steps to contain the spread of the new coronavirus variant Omicron as the holiday season enters full swing. On Friday, last Friday, the World Health Organization recognized the heavily mutated coronavirus variant, which was first identified in South Africa as a variant of concern due to preliminary evidence that it may be more contagious in resistance to inoculation than previous strains. The New York governor, declared a state of emergency on Friday amid mounting concerns about the Omicron variant and surging coronavirus infection rates in the state due to the already circulating Delta variant. She said that while the Omicron variant hasn't been identified in their state yet, This executive order greenlights the New York Health Department to limit non-essential, non-urgent procedures at hospitals, expand hospital capacity, and acquire pandemic-fighting supplies, which should help avert staffing and equipment shortages. This is a quote from the, the governor there. 
We continue to see warning signs of spikes this upcoming winter. Winter, and while new Omicron variant has yet to be detected in New York State, it's coming. So this order goes into effect December 3rd and will be reassessed on January 15th based on the latest COVID-19 data then. Incidentally, President Joe Biden has also announced a travel ban from eight Southern African countries set to take effect today. By the way, there's been nothing on the Omicron thing here in the U.S. thus far. But you can bet. Center for Disease Control and Prevention is watching it very closely. Oh, yes. There have already been two confirmed cases in uh, Canada. Oh, really? Yes. Which uh, I've been researching and hearing on news networks that they say it's probably a good bet, but it's here in the U.S., but has not been diagnosed just yet. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Let's so see here. I'm reading a little more on this. I wish I didn't have to say that, but that's the reality of it. I guess that's enough on that topic, but uh, we're going to have to watch it very closely. Yes. This is the, what, third variant now that has... That's my recollection. ...has uh, popped up with the Delta, then the MU variant, now the Omicron. So <coughs> let's go up and down, up and down, okay? Now what am I talking about? We just did a downer. Let's do an upper. So let's do sports. Okay. Okay. So um, Ohio State. Uh, well, that's not exactly an upper, but it's still yeah, a big deal. That's well, unless you're a Michigan fan. Uh, if, if you're a Michigan fan, it's an upper for sure. Yeah. Ten straight years, right? I think it was eight, and this was uh, eight straight victories for the Buckeyes until. Saturday. Okay, now I'm hearing 10. Now, okay. Maybe the, what they're talking about is when we play at Michigan. But anyway, uh, Michigan uh, beat the Buckeyes Saturday. Um, we watched it with some interest. And... Um, now, let's see. The other thing would be uh, the Bobcats, right? Yeah, the Bobcats. That, that's another downer. <laughs> we got to find an upper. Okay. <laughs> the Bobcats uh, lost their final game at Bowling Green. Uh, teams were tied 10-10 to at halftime. I think the final, if I'm not mistaken, was it 17-10? to Something like Something that. like that. Yeah. But anyway, their season finishes at uh, three and nine. Okay, dare we mention the Bengals? Does that help? Oh yes, there you go. That is an upper, big time. So, and, and the reason we bring that up, just in case you're uh, <laughs> <coughs> um, not been paying attention, uh, Mr. Burrow um, played for Athens. 
now is playing for um, the Bengals. The Bengals. Well, let's see here. He played. Where did he play college again? Well, he started out at Ohio State. That's right. Then he finished at LSU, winning That's a national right. championship. That's right. And uh, the Heisman Trophy. And I'll uh, tell you what, the, the tide has turned, I do think, with the Joe Burrow era in Cincinnati. And, you know, Jimmy and I had a conversation. His dad had, a, yeah. and I had a conversation. I don't know. It was uh, two or three games into the into Joey's. I still call him Joey. Into of Joe's <laughs> it, uh, rookie season, you know, which was last year. But Jimmy and I were talking about how it's going to be difficult to get things going there in Cincinnati without the players and without the offensive line. This is after a couple games, and Joey had taken a pounding by getting sacked and tackled by the defense. But Jimmy mentioned to me, and I knew this too, but Jimmy mentioned to me, Joe will get that franchise turned around. If anybody can do it, he can. And with the Pittsburgh series now, the Bengals have beaten Steelers twice this year, and not just by close games, convincingly beat them. Yesterday's game, the score was 41-10, to and uh, Pittsburgh scored by late fourth-quarter touchdown. Otherwise, it would have been, you know, 41-3. to So, Joe was 20 of 24, 190 yards, one uh, TD. He had a very cool touchdown run of his own for the first score of the game. I mean, he, he sidestepped a defender from Pittsburgh. This guy from Pittsburgh is one of the best – defensive ends in football too and Joe sidestepped him and it was like about a 10 or 15 yard touchdown run that he dove into the end zone and he got up and he was fired up man it was cool so they went on to win so there's an upper 41 to 10 the Bengals would have been tied for first place if the Browns had beaten Baltimore last night but that didn't happen so the Bengals are still in Second place in the AFC North, but they are very much in playoff contention this year. So the Joe Burrow era is going to see great things in Cincinnati. Well, it's exciting for us Athenians. Yes, it is. And for many others, too. Yes. And um, I pray that he doesn't get hurt again. <laughs> right. Well, That's not as, a laughing matter. So either, we, we we tried to take it to an up moment there, and I, I guess we did okay. Yeah. Well, Bobcats basketball. They were a winner Friday. Yes, indeed. They won by twenty. We went to the game. Grace, her neighbor, Grace Fort. You remember Raleigh? Sure. Um, the three of us went to the game and had a nice time. Um, the crowd was a little thin. Yeah, I didn't but, think there'd be too many there, but but um, the ones that were there thoroughly enjoyed what they saw and um, were loud. Um, of course, you know the normal things you see at a band, like cheerleaders and the dance team, and especially the one ten weren't there. Um, they had the Thanksgiving weekend off, but um, that'll all come back here real quickly. Yeah, they play next at LSU. Speaking of LSU earlier, they play Wednesday night 
at 8 p.m. And uh, pregame will be at 7.30 on the flagship station of the Basketball Bobcats, Power 105. And that's going to be a tough game down in Baton Rouge. Yes, indeed. As they say, the Lady Bobcats will be back in action. They were winners also uh, their last game, November 20th, when they defeated Mercyhurst. Uh, they will uh, host Florida A&M tonight in the Communication Center at 7 p.m. Okay. They are 2-2 two and two on um, the year. That gives me an idea. Maybe maybe we'll attend that game tonight. Okay. Okay. Um, and the Mercyhurst, you say? What, no, they played Mercyhurst their last game. They won 90-46. to 46, Florida A&M. Okay. So well, so there's some, there's some upper topics yeah. right now. We're going to go back to a lower topic, and that is our local uh, or our the report I've been keeping since uh, 2019 about COVID, World, U.S., Ohio, and Athens. It's been a few days since I've been here, so this is uh, a few days old. One more point. Thursday... Neither the state nor Athens uh, updated their records on Thanksgiving Day itself. They, all those people, except for the health care workers, took the day off. So, um, anyway, as of yesterday at 2 p.m., Athens had nine new cases yesterday, and they had had nine the day before. 11 the day before that. Anyways, not very many, right? Bringing the total cases as of yesterday to 8,259, which represents 12.6% of our county's population. Um, 292 people yesterday required hospitalization, or we're still in the hospital. We might put it more like that. Now, here's the good figure. 7,932 have recovered. So of that 12% that have caught it, 96% of them have recovered. Our vaccination rate in Athens County, we finally passed the 50% mark uh, Friday. Um, we're now at 50.56% of our um, residents in Athens County uh, have received a vaccination, and most of them uh, the whole package. Now, how many people have died? 96. That number has been the steady for three days. On Thanksgiving itself, it was 95. But 96 deaths, that's 1.16%. Now, let's do Ohio. Uh, first case in the state of Ohio was uh, March 1st of 20. Uh, well, there were 4,238 new cases um, determined yesterday. Like I said, our county only had nine. 
but statewide, 4,238 new cases. Bringing the total since it all began to 1,677,734. So that represents 14.35% of our population has thus far had a case. And by our population, I mean the state's population. Currently active cases. Let me get my lines just right. Here we go. So I said 1.6 million have had it. Right now we're at 127,212 people. So 7.6% of our population currently experiencing an active case of COVID. Of those, we have about 85, 86, uh, looks like 86 and a half thousand being hospitalized, 10,960. 10,695 are in ICU, 75,899 are in regular hospital. Now, the good news. As I said, 1.6 million have cases have occurred. 1.5 million have recovered. What's the vaccination rate for the state? 57.71%. Way to go. Good job. Okay. Deaths in the state, 26,483. That's yesterday. The figure's been the same for several days. So um, that's 1.58% of those that got it. Died. By the way, the average age, 39. But averages don't mean a whole lot. The uh, How about our nation? <clears throat> uh, we have almost 333 million people living in the U.S., Here we go. Um, We have had 49,000, I'm sorry, 49,099,590 cases as of yesterday. But 38,880,081 cases have recovered. So what's that mean for active cases? We got um, nine thousand four hundred, and I keep saying thousand nine million four hundred and twenty thousand and ninety-five cases. Now, since this whole thing began, there have been eight hundred. 
I'm going to round this off. 800,000 even deaths. It's actually 799,414. There were 102 new deaths yesterday. Why am I faintly hearing music in my headphones? I don't know. I hear it too. Okay. Very faint though. Yeah. Okay. Vaccination rate. The state of Ohio. I'm sorry. The United States. 68.798%. Let's just call it 69% of our nation's population has received vaccines. Good job. Did I miss anything important there? I guess not. Worldwide now, this is the last group. Okay, so there's 7.8 billion people living in the world. Needless to say, I rounded that off. Uh, Actually, it's closer to 7.9. But anyway, uh, the first case in the world was discovered on November 19th of 2019. Yesterday, there were 386,700 New cases, bringing bringing the total thus far to 261,756,353 cases, which represents 3.29% of our nation's, I'm sorry, our world's environment. Yesterday, there were 4,647 new deaths, bringing the total to 5,216,989 deaths. That's 2%. I'm sorry, that's 2% of those who got the virus have died. Active cases yesterday alone, 20 million 158,138. That's for the world. And the good figure, the recovery. 236,381,226. That's 91% of those that have gotten it worldwide are now recovered. Been a while since I gave you those stats, so uh, I hope I hope they're uh... by the way, I, I think I forgot to mention one thing. Worldwide these uh, vaccination rate fifty four point one percent. And another little stat that I've done here. Where I said our county has had 8,259 cases. If we were getting the same figures as the state of Ohio, we would have had 1,118 more cases than we've had. 
That's a positive statement. Okay. Well, you know how we tell you that today is national this and national that day. Boy, today's a real disappointment. Today is Electronic Greetings Day and Cyber Monday. That's all they've got. So I thought, well, I'll go back to yesterday just to see how it is. There's only two things listed yesterday. <laughs> National French Toast Day. Ooh. And then one that my uh, my heirs uh, paid attention to, and that is Hanukkah. Uh, yes. Well, I guess the National Day people may have been on Thanksgiving break, too. Well, they only I don't know. Through a couple at us. Sometimes we have a few. Sometimes we have 30 few. About 15 minutes left today. We um, have this on this day in history report. So the first one, we're talking about the year 526. A long time ago, when upon, on this date, a possible date for the Antioch earthquake in present-day Syria which was then a part of the Byzantine uh, Empire, occurred, they think, and it killed over 200,000 people, an earthquake. Then we come up to uh, this date in the year 1745, when Bonnie Prince Charlie's army didn't say that very well. Bonnie Prince Charlie's army moves into Manchester and occupies Carlisle. Come up another 120 years to 1877 and the U.S. inventor Thomas Edison demonstrates his hand-cranked phonograph for the first time. What would we do without phonographs and now CD players and digital? All this digital stuff. Yep. I still like records. Yep. I still use them on Sentimental Journey. You bet. 1935, physicist Erwin Schrödinger publishes his famous thought experiment. Schroeder's cat. Schroedinger's cat. That was the title of it. It was a paradox that illustrates the problem of Copenhagen interpretation of quantum mechanics. (laughs) Weird. 1951, the first underground atomic explosion at Frenchman Flat, that occurring in Utah. Okay. We've got some famous birthdays, and I'll need your help. All right. C.S. Lewis. Well, we know that name, don't we? Yes, we do. Author, as I recall. Yes, a British writer. He lived, uh, let's see, he was born on this date in 1898, died in 1963. He was a British writer and lay theologian. Chadwick Bozeman was born on this date in 1976, died in 2020. 
I don't remember this name. He was an American actor and playwright after studying directing at Howard University. He began working consistently as a writer, director, and actor for the stage. Okay. And uh, some of his movies include Black Panther, 21 Bridges, and 42. Then I have seen him. You bet. Several of those are quite familiar to me. 42 is a movie about Jackie Robinson. Louisa May Alcott, born in 1832 on this date, died in 1888. She was another writer. She was an American novelist, short story writer, and poet, best known as the author of the novel Little Women and its sequels, Little Men and Joe's Boys. Uh, the last person's birthday we have to mention is that of someone who's alive. Yay. Kathy Moriarty, who's celebrating her 61st birthday today. M-O-R-I-A-R-I-A-R-T-Y. There we go. She's an American actress and singer whose career spans over 40 years. She was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress actress for Raging Bull. She also starred in other films, including Neighbors, White of the Eye, Soap Dish, Casper, Analyze That, and The Bounty Hunter. Well, sounded like she had a good mix of fun as well as uh, serious movies. Yeah, I think, I think she at one point was married to Jake LaMotta, former boxer. And uh, Raging Bull, I think, was a movie about Jake LaMotta. Two famous deaths to bring up. Giacomo Puccini. He was born in 1870, I'm sorry, 1858. He died on this date in 1924. Giacomo Puccini. Was an uh, Italian composer known primarily for his opera, Regarded as the greatest and most successful proponent of Italian opera after Verde, he was descended from a long line of composers stemming to the late Baroque era. Last person to mention a name familiar to most of us, George Harrison. George was born in 1943. He died in 2001. Yes, one of the Fab Four Beatles. Yep, indeed. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, there's a, trivia question of who of the four Beatles of the Fab Four had the very first solo number one hit as out on their own and it was uh, George Harrison. Most people think it was Paul McCartney but the, the, the uh, song was My Sweet Lord. Oh yes. Oh yes. Okay here's our um what do you call it? Stream of words test for today. Okay, so a DJ played a vast genre of music, allowing everyone at the wedding to blank without feeling left out. And we have four words to choose from. Gosport, Bellwort, Ragwort, or cavort. Let's 
Scott, what is your guess? Uh, read the question again or the statement again. I thought you were doing this for the audience. Well, I am, but I can't talk to each of them. So I thought if they might want to call in. Yeah, well, okay, let's try it. A D- the DJ played a vast genre of music. This is at a wedding. Without everyone at the wedding allowing to to blank without feeling left out. Gosport, Bellwort, Ragwort, or Cavort? Uh, I, I guess I'll go with Cavort. I, I did. Now, where's the answer? <laughs> did it's, I not bring it in? It's blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. <laughs> I really messed this one up. I didn't bring in the page that has the answer. I uh, love it. Well, cavort means to jump or dance around excitedly. So I think I'll we, go with that. We could probably be safe with cavort. Okay, I'll do better tomorrow. Cavort, carouse. I guess carouse was not one of the choices. It was out carousing and cavorting. Well, I hate to bring it down again, but um, Omicron. That's this new variant. The public reaction to the new COVID-19 variants has followed a familiar cycle. People tend to assume the worst about two different questions. Whether the variant leads to faster transmission of the COVID virus and whether it causes more severe illness among inflicted people. The first of those worries came true with the Alpha and Delta variants. Alpha was more contagious than the original version of the virus, and the Delta was even more contagious than the, the, the Alpha. But the second of the worries has largely been borne out. What do they mean? Well, with both Alpha and Delta, the percentage of COVID cases that led to hospitalization or death held fairly steady. This pattern is not surprising, scientists say. Viruses often evolve in ways that help them flourish. Becoming more contagious allows a virus to do so. Becoming more severe has the potential to do the opposite because more of a virus's hosts can die before they inflict others. Oh, that's interesting. Well, it's too soon to know about the Omicron. But the very early evidence suggests that it may. Unfortunately, Omicron seems likely to be more contagious than Delta, including among vaccinated people. Fortunately, the evidence so far does not indicate the Omicron is causing more severe illness. We have more time. I've got uh, four or five doctors talking about their observations of those that have caught it. 
And I'll just say they all support what I just said. In the initial days after a new variant is discovered, I know that many people focus on worst-case scenarios. The alarming headlines can make it seem as if the pandemic may be about to start all over again with vaccines powerless to stop the variant. Well, to be clear, there is a genuine uncertainty about Omicron. Maybe it will prove to be worse than the very early signs suggest and cause more severe illness than Delta. But assuming the worst about each worrisome new variant is not a science-based national response. And alarmism has its own costs, especially to mental health. Amen to that. Yeah. <clears throat> of course we should take it seriously. But there is no plausible scenario that this variant is going to take us back to square one. Absent new evidence, the rational assumption is that COVID is likely to remain overwhelmingly mild among the vaccinated unless their health is already precarious. For most vaccinated people, COVID probably presents less risk than some everyday activities, like driving a car, I guess. Let's see here. On Meet the Press yesterday, Anthony Fauci, Dr. Fauci, emphasized the continuing power of vaccination, even against variants. It may not be as good in protecting against initial infection, Fauci said, but it has a very important impact on diminishing the likelihood that you're going to get a severe outcome from it. Amen. And there are lots of other people now in this story. Catalina Jetalina. She's an epidemiologist, epidemiologist, there we go, says the same thing. Here's another guy, says the same thing, Andy Slavitt, Slavitt, something like that. They say, get the vaccine. And we've said here, please, please, for everybody's sake, get the vaccine. Well, I brought in another report, but I don't think we have time to get into it with any seriousness. It's uh, 2021's Best and Worst Cities for Singles. Scott, you're a single. Am I allowed to say that? Uh, yeah. Okay. I guess. I didn't well, mean to. That, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was too late for me to back Yeah, it's out. already out there now, right? Yeah. No, that's all right. Yes, I am. Okay. So they have 182 cities listed. Um, why didn't my... Oh, here it goes. What city in Ohio do you think is the best? For singles. 
Uh, I just well, well, I'll guess Columbus. Negative, but it's close. Cincinnati's number one. It ranks twenty fifth out of a hundred and eight. What did I say? One hundred eighty two, hundred eighty three, something like that. In our 72nd year of serving yeah, we'll do more tomorrow. Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. BioNTech, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson have just announced they're already working on vaccines to target the new Omicron variant of the coronavirus. It's now been detected in 14 countries. Today, the U.S. restricts travel from South Africa, where it was first identified. President Cyril Ramaphosa is protesting. The prohibition of travel is not informed by science nor will it be effective in preventing the spread of this variant. I'm Stacy Lynn. Dr. Anthony Fauci told CBS Mornings what we do know right now about the new strain. It appears to be spreading very readily and that it has a transmission advantage. What we still don't know, though, is whether the people who do get infected have a severe form of disease or whether it's a light disease or somewhat the same as Delta. So should we be panicking? It's not